welcome to St. James Episcopal Church in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. On this fifth Sunday after Pentecost, we are so grateful that you have joined us virtually uh, here on either Facebook or YouTube or even SoundCloud. And we hope that uh, you will now join us in our opening hymn uh, found in our service bulletin that was emailed out and is also available uh, via Facebook.
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you. Triumphant and victorious is he. Humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem. And the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall command peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double. The word of the Lord. The psalm appointed for today is 145 verses 8 through 15. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is loving to everyone and his compassion is over all his works. All your works praise you, O Lord, and your faithful servants bless you. They make known the glory of your kingdom and speak of your power. 
that the peoples may know of your power and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your dominion endures throughout all ages. The Lord is faithful in all of his words and merciful in all of his deeds. The Lord upholds all who fall. He lifts up all who are bowed down. A reading from the book of Romans. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good, but in fact, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand, for I delight in the law of God in my inmost self, but I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will recuse me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The word of the Lord.
Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Jesus said, To what will I compare this generation? It is more like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying a heavy burden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord. Sanctify us, O Lord, in truth. Your word is truth. Amen. When you're weary and feeling small, when tears are in your eyes, I will dry them all. I am on your side. And times get rough, and friends just can't be found. Like a bridge over troubled water, I will lay me down. Like a bridge over troubled water, I will lay me down. That is the first verse of Bridge Over Troubled Water, written by Paul Simon, but sung by Art Garfunkel, the great New York poets of the 1960s, 70s, and beyond. As I listened and read through today's gospel lesson, I couldn't help but think back to my CD, one of my very first CDs of the 1980s live recording from Central Park of Simon and Garfunkel, and that melodious tone as it belts out over the park to screams and cheers, but those deep words like a bridge over troubled water, I lay me down. And I just thought about today's gospel lesson, which is so often used in that last little section that we heard to say that my burden is light and that to take my yoke upon me, as Jesus says to his disciples. And so... This stands out because I think we are at a point in which we are culturally weary. We are weary not just because of COVID, but don't get me wrong, certainly because of the, the anxiety and the uncertainty that we have felt for so long and for so many weeks and months now. But the uncertainty that continues on in our nation, the uncertainty and the weariness that we sometimes feel towards the other, forgetting that they maybe have an equal weariness directed back at us. 
We as a people are weary. We are tired. And what so often happens is that that weariness then manifests or is expressed then through fear. And then that fear becomes anger. And it just takes hold of us. And I think that it's fitting that the lectionary, as so often happens, gives us this lesson. Because we often use this to talk about maybe the little bit of hardship we are facing in a certain particular time. Which I think it addresses, but it actually, in its context, just as our weariness is within our own individual context that sometimes clouds us from seeing the context that other people experience, this particular scripture has its own context. And we get a glimpse of that in the, the verses before, that if you are weary and are burdened, that I am here and to take my yoke upon you, for it is light. You see, within this context, what's happening is the disciples have gone out on what we discussed previously as the missionary discourse, and they have returned, and there are people who are saying that, oh, they judged John for his actions, but now they're judging Jesus and his disciples for their actions, which are different. And that idea of a yoke was actually comes from this understanding of what is the interpretation of the Mosaic law? What is the pharisaic interpretation? How do we set guidelines to live by a strict letter of the law? And what we find throughout the Gospel of Matthew, and which is actually being highlighted in this time, is that Jesus over and over says, that it is not about the letter of the law, but rather the spirit of the law. If you remember back in Jesus' first sort of sermon of five that he gives, it's the Sermon on the Mount, in which he takes all of these ethical lessons and reduces them back to the spirit and the intention behind the law. That it's not about, check, I didn't murder someone today. Good job, everyone. But no, did your anger murder them in your mind? Did they become dead to you? And did you maybe kill yourself from them by removing yourself in that anger and in that wrath? Because at the heart of the spirit of the law is actually just simply love, compassion, Grace, justice, and mercy. And part of our fear so often that comes into this is that when we give those things up, or give them away, rather, that there will somehow be less. But there is not a diminishing return when it comes to love, when it comes to justice, grace, and mercy. Instead, it just continues to grow. And so the weariness initially discussed is the weariness of this strict interpretation of how things have to be. But Jesus says, what is the intention? 
What is the spirit? And the reality is that that yoke is light because it frees us to tap into what is the love? What is the grace? But at the same time, don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean it's easy. It's not easy because it is hard to love our enemies. It is hard to show mercy and grace to the others. And that's why we grow weary. We grow weary even in this. And so, in our own weariness, in our own tiredness, in our own anxieties, in our own fears, and as we face the uncertainty of what tomorrow might bring, we are reminded that God meets us in that place with that call for us to love and to show grace and mercy, but only because we were met first with love, with grace, and mercy. And so when we are weary, when we are feeling small, it is our God, it is our Creator, who is our bridge over troubled waters, it is our God who joins us in carrying that yoke so that perhaps we can show a little love. We can show a little grace and justice and mercy, knowing that it is not diminished when we give it away, but rather it is multiplied. And so it is only by love and grace that we will overcome the fears of this life and of this world. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all it is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Prayers of the People, Form 6. In peace we pray to you, Lord God, for all people in their daily life and work, for our families, friends and neighbors, and for those who are alone. 
for this community, the nation, and the world, for all who work for justice, freedom, and peace. For the just and proper use of your creation, for the victims of hunger, fear, injustice, and oppression. For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble. For those who minister to the sick, the friendless, and the needy. For the peace and unity of the Church of God. For all who proclaim the gospel and all who seek the truth. For all bishops and other ministers. For all who serve God in his church. For the special needs and concerns of this congregation, your prayers are invi invited silently or aloud. Hear us, Lord, for your mercy is great. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings of this life. We will exalt you, O God, our King, and praise your name forever and ever. We pray for all who have died, that they may have a place in your eternal kingdom. Lord, let your loving kindness be upon them who put their trust in you. Let's confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins for our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. In the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. In the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Thanks be to God.